if I don't take care of me, I'm not going to be there to take care of the people, you know, that I, that I enjoy, that I love to take care of, you know, my family and friends. Uh, and we have, you know, in addition, I, I, you know, obviously there are the two children, we have two dogs as well. So, you know, everybody needs to be taken care of. Hey there, my friend, it's Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. And boy, do we have an amazing episode for you today because we are welcoming one of our very own Fit Father brothers, Steve Scherf, onto this conversation to share his experience using FF30X in his early 40s to drop over 25 pounds, get in fantastic shape, dramatically improve his blood work numbers, get rid of his allergies, and just set himself up for a really bright future to be there for his kids and his family. He has, he has a son who's in teenage years and who's really athletic. And now, you know, Steve is getting to be an athlete himself, which is so cool. And that's not to say that his journey was easy. As Steve recounts, he had some challenges that, you know, really set him back in some sense from exercise, like some back pain that it took him a while to figure out. So I think this is one of those stories of triumph and persistence where you can listen to a man who decided to join this program because he genuinely wanted to make a change and knew he was going in a bad direction um, and then still had to fight through and battle through some nagging stuff. But he's now on the other side of this thing, feeling good, still kicking butt, staying consistent. He shares a lot of uh, just inspiration with his dedication to his nutrition, how he gets his workouts in, and his mindset at the very end. And what he shares there, I think, is very powerful. So Steve, Congratulations, brother, on making an amazing transformation. I'm excited for your continued progress inside Old School Muscle and to our entire brotherhood. It's just such a privilege that we get to experience these stories and lift one another up and celebrate. So let's welcome Fit Father Steve to the podcast and get into an amazing episode. All right, Steve, welcome officially to the Fit Father Project podcast, my friend. I'm so happy you're here. All right. Thank you for having me. I would love for you to kick things off and introduce yourself. Uh, your name, your age, where you're from, and anything you'd like to share about your work and your family. Yes, I'm uh, 43 years old. I reside in uh, Racine, Wisconsin, which is uh, about 30 miles, or sorry, 30 minutes south of uh, Milwaukee. And uh, I'm uh, married of 14 years, married 14 years, and raised two kids. I have a 13-year-old son and a 19-year-old stepdaughter. I do a commercial heat and air conditioning ventilation service. So my job requires me to uh, be quite active and, uh, you know, have some muscles sometimes to move stuff around. <laughs> so this has a, been a great program for me to uh, maintain that so I can keep up with the younger guys at work. Yeah, I bet it has. It's probably pretty cool that you're in much better shape and that translates to being able to do some things that are just a little easier now. Absolutely. So, Steve, take us take us back to before you started the program. What was going on with your your health and in your life, and what prompted you to check out the Fit Father Project? Well, I was uh, kind of that skinny kid growing up. I could pretty much eat anything. I was, uh, you know, always made aware, and and I was my parents and grandparents were always very proud of me for being part of the Clean Your Plate Club. So, I I always liked to eat a lot. Uh, I had a uh, I've always had a, a sweet tooth. And I never really had a problem until I'd say about mid-20s or so, uh, shortly after got married, started having kids. You know, you kind of fall into that that pattern, life gets a little busier and 
you don't have as much time to take care of yourself. So anyways, uh, mid-20s to, uh, let's see, October uh, 4th of 2021. And uh, August of 2021, we had our uh, official first COVID doubt or uh, debut or whatever you want to call it with my, my family. And I never really drank a ton of soda or even, you know, most, most of my lunches on a daily basis, like make a, make a lunch. I wasn't being the fast food, but I occasionally, you know, eat out. Uh, anyways, through uh, COVID, I gave away my at least one a day, you know, soda that I'd have with my lunch. And I, I didn't drink any for a week. And I'm like, well, why start back? So there we get into uh, end of September, mm-hmm. October. And sometimes when I'm at work, especially during some of the slower periods, you know, I might pull over at a park and kind of do some paperwork, catch up on a few things. And I was looking on my phone at something. And uh, all of a sudden, I, I don't think I was on Facebook, but your you know, Fit Father program popped up and it, it really caught my interest. Uh, you know, kind of looked into the starting the uh, 30 day program right away. You know, they're running the uh, introductory rate of uh, $97 for a 30 day program. And I'm like, you know, what do I got to lose? You know, I, I really need to do something. Uh, I've always worked out here and there, but I've always struggled with knowing exactly what to do. Like, you know, I know you should work out you know, your arms one day and your legs the other day, back a day, and kind of rotate around so you're not, you know, overdoing certain muscles. But I never really had a plan in place or something, anything that was structured. So that's what really I enjoyed. What I really enjoyed about your program is that the structure uh, and and also the eating habits, the nutrition end of it is something that I never really looked into either. I've always ate very healthy, but uh, yeah, I was definitely need to lose, you know, a good 20, 30 pounds. Uh, the other thing I noticed, you know, during COVID and whatnot is uh, I was actually getting a little bicep soreness with even just brushing my teeth. And it, it seemed very odd. And I'm like, you know, I really need to start taking better care of myself because uh, I'm, I'm going to lead down that path that nobody wants to go down if I don't get caught up here. So that's when I found the program in October 2021. And, uh, you know, jumped in right away, did the uh, nutrition and uh, the low carb breakfast. Eventually, got into the super fuel, the Fit Father super fuel. I still make the Green Monster shake ninety eight percent every morning. Uh, I just I love that shake. I there, there's I've tried many of the other ones, and that one is my. I always keep coming back to that one. Nice, that's awesome. So I want you to take us through. What kind of changes did you make to your nutrition when you hopped on the plan and read the meal plan? So walk us through maybe what you were doing before and then what you changed and switched to when you got into phase one. So before, um, again, I, I wasn't, you know, very unhealthy eater, but I probably ate more than I should have eaten. And I would typically do cereal, you know, eggs, bacon, sausage, you know, something like that for breakfast. Uh, sometimes if you know, I was on the run. I might stop at you know McDonald's and grab a uh, sausage egg biscuit or something like that. And the, the problem is, whenever I ate McDonald's or, or I shouldn't say you know any fast food, I I just I felt like crap. So I typically would try not to do that. But you know, I'd occasionally indulge in some donuts and stuff like that. Which you know, from time to time, I'll I'll have just a little bite or something. But I've I've been doing very well just pushing that stuff aside because uh, that's what got me to where I was in the first place. And, and I don't want to go back. Mm-hmm. 
Nice. So uh, that would be breakfast, and then you know now now doing the uh, you know the super fuel uh, breakfast shakes, and then I'll do my uh, intermittent fasting just according to the plan. You know, next meal around lunchtime, you know, typically around noon or so, and that I've same thing with that. Uh, I'll just about probably ninety eight percent of the time since October of uh, twenty twenty one. Even during the time that I didn't really get my workouts in because of uh, uh, back issue that I was having, which I'm sure we'll dive into that a little bit here. I, I would do the uh, the manwich, and I still enjoy that sandwich every day. I do the sandwich. An orange, and because I I have a sweet tooth, I just can't get rid of. I'll, I'll do the uh, dark, you know, about eighty five percent dark chocolate, just a little square, just to uh, satisfy that urge. <laughs> and uh, usually I'll finish with a cup of coffee, and then the rest is, you know, uh, of course, wake up. I drink my two glasses of water, and uh, don't have any issue with water. I'm, I'm fortunate. I know there's a lot of people out there, including uh, my stepdaughter, that she does not like water. We used to try to get her to drink water all the time uh, she is a cheerleader and obviously she needed that for keep herself healthy too and those there's a lot of people out there that just they can't stomach the water there's no taste to it and I, i'm very blessed that uh, i like water and i can drink water all day long so uh, we start you know with that i do my uh, mid-afternoon snack uh, almonds apple just about every day and mm-hmm. then after that you know do my uh, perfect plate dinner as much as possible. I've always uh, kind of been the head chef of the house. So everybody pretty much eats what I make and nobody's really complained. Uh, everybody likes the the meals. We do a lot of uh, chicken and uh, you know anything we can mix up to make it a little healthier option. Uh, even my son, you know, he doesn't eat the broccoli and stuff or the Brussels sprouts, but uh, he likes his carrots and I'll do a healthy carb and I'll make him a regular baked potato because you know, he's an athlete and he can uh, eat mm-hmm. all that stuff and burn it off in probably 15 minutes. So. Nice. Pretty much the meal side of it. It sounds like you're really dialed in with that. There's a lot of consistency there. That's really good to hear. Yes. Uh, and the first 60 days, I I didn't venture off, you know, really didn't do any of the, uh, the free meals or anything. And I, I still, I guess here and there I'll have a little something that's not, you know, per the plan, but I definitely don't ever go overboard and, and, uh, I don't always get my free mail in every week, but sometimes, you know, so I guess the nutrition is it's, it's taught me to, you know, eat, eat as, as well as you can. Uh, but I'd say probably 95% of the time I'm, I'm sticking to the, the actual nutrition plan. Nice. Let's, let's turn our focus and talk about exercise. I mean, you had an idea, as you were describing before, that you need to do certain things with your workouts, and then you get into FF30X phase one, and it's a very structured approach with the apex, maybe with the big fives. Um, what was it like? Just basically tell me about your exercise journey, and it sounds like you've had some challenges with your back, so please weave those in as well. I know a lot of guys will relate to that. Yes, yeah, so of course, started out in uh, phase one, which everybody's uh, favorite, the apex 10. I still go back to that every once in a while just to kind of make prove that I can I can still do it uh, right away. I want to say I may have tried starting with 15-pound uh, dumbbells and I uh, realized pretty soon after that that, okay, we need to knock it down here to 10. So I, I didn't make it up and through. And in, in the beginning, I was just 
pretty much doing it right, uh, right on my carpet in my family room, kind of in front of the TV. I turn the TV on and, you know, watch whatever was on, if there's any uh, hockey or baseball or any type of games that's on. So uh, went all the way up into, let's see, phase two, or I'm sorry, uh, yes, uh, yeah, phase two, or module two, phase two. And this was like around January 2022. So January of last year, I just started getting a just a little discomfort underneath my left shoulder blade on my back. And mm-hmm. really didn't know what was going on. You know, I had my wife kind of feel around. She she put some pressure on it and she said, Oh, you know, I just got a good muscle knot back there. Let me uh, get it to release. And and after that, it, it just kind of woke the demons up. And I tried just taking it easy for a few weeks. I'm not a big fan of chasing into the doctor every time something doesn't feel right. Um, I'm not a, I, I just, unfortunately, I typically get the, well, here, try this. And if this doesn't work, come back another week. If that doesn't work, well, then we'll come back and try this. And so I uh, went with it for a few weeks. I started out actually at a local chiropractor. And because I've had some issues, uh, lower back in, in, in the past. And actually, I have uh, an extra vertebrae in my back too, which hmm. I discovered at a young age when I started having some, uh, you know, mis- misalignments in my hip, which was causing some some knee pain when I used to play basketball. So I went in for that first. I figured, well, at least I can hopefully get like you know, an x-ray if I need one. And right away, the chiropractor said, well, I don't know what you did, but you sure did something good. And he, he described it as I had the, uh, like a rope uh, kind of right along my uh, rhomboid muscle by my left back shoulder blade. And he said, it had, like, the muscle was so inflamed, there was a rope, he could roll it. And uh, he thought a couple treatments, he'll have me back on track. So after a couple of visits, or actually about a month or so, and, and no improvements, uh, then we did an MRI, which really didn't show a whole lot. A uh, little uh, thoracic uh, disc degeneration, which at, you know, above 40 is uh, pretty normal, they tell me. And that, after that, he said, well, I can prescribe you uh, massage therapy. So tried that for about a month, still didn't go anywhere. Uh, At this point, not only am I having pain, but I'm starting to get some kind of tingling across the middle of my back. So it's definitely uh, nerve related. We just couldn't get our, put anything on it to get it solved. Uh, I went through from January of 2021 or I'm sorry, January of 2022 through maybe about uh, four months or so. I went through all, all sorts of different things. So I went, eventually went to uh, you know regular doctor, got lab tests, which is at least now I can uh, compare my lab tests with my last ones I had a record with from 2015 to now. So when you ask me that question about any uh, lab tests that got better, I, I can respond with that. And... That, that particular doctor wanted to, he said, well, you, you've done everything you can do. We're going to get you in for a uh, some type of a injection, a steroid injection or something like that. I wasn't a big fan of that either. Eventually, I went through with it. I uh, got my one injection. They were supposed to do another one. The doctor that did the injection, he ended up uh, going uh, MIA for a while, and nobody really knew what happened to him. So I said, you know what? There's my sign. Uh, went into physical therapy, tried that for a while. Had a little improvement, and eventually I went all the way back to where I started and said, I'm going to try another chiropractor. And I got in with a chiropractor that I actually recognized the owner that he's a uh, 
coach with my son's hockey uh, program or and I said, well, I want to give this guy some business and you know give it a give it a second chance. And he did the full entry x-rays and everything else. And they did find that, yeah, I was quite a bit out of alignment. Uh, definitely a lot of work to do. So I went three times a week for nine weeks and started, you know, feeling better already. I still go to the state like once every two to three weeks just as a, a maintenance, kind of keep this in check. And I think what happened is my body changed, you know, so drastically, especially over the first 60 days. I mean, I, I was down, I think at the first month, I was down about half of my weight, 12 to 15 pounds. And just from following the meal plan, doing the workouts and you know, drinking all the water. So after that, and uh, continue with that, everything's been, been really well. It's not 100%, but I, I don't have any of the tingling or any of that stuff. And that was the kind of the made me a little afraid to do some of the workouts. So I'm, I'm glad that I, I went through, got a second opinion, uh, never gave up. Uh, and in the meantime, when I wasn't doing the full Fit Father uh, program workouts, I would go when my son had practice. Uh, he keeps us pretty busy. He does travel hockey and travel baseball. So three, four days a week, we're always running them somewhere. And that, that gives me time to you know go to the gym, get a little workout in. And I was consistently doing some cardio and getting in, you know, a little arm workout, a little leg workout. But I was I was staying off the uh, MRTs for a little while, just until I got things back in check. So I recently restarted, uh, just picked up at uh, where I left off at uh, phase two, module two. And I just finished that up now and I'm starting uh, phase three. Yes. Nice. I want to say what a journey. And I, I'm glad you got to share that because... I think it was a good illustration of taking ownership over your health and being persistent, especially when you don't get an answer right away. And also, it sounds like it was a really good testament to the power of proper chiropractic and that at the basis of a lot of our pain is spinal misalignment and that it does take some work. And so if anyone has pain right now, they can hear your story and say that there's hope and maybe they should look into having someone local like your good chiropractor help get you sorted out. That's really good to hear. Yes, yeah, I'm glad. Like I said, I was persistent and uh, just kept kept going after it until I got some results. Hey, it's Dr. Ray. I want to quickly pause this episode to thank you for listening to this Fit Father podcast. I am just blown away at how amazing this podcast has become. I had no idea when I started FFP around 10 years ago that it would grow into such an impactful mission. And I want to let you know that I am so grateful to be connected to you in this lifetime. And on behalf of me and my entire team, we are so grateful to be in your life, helping you get and stay healthier for your family. That's what I want to share. Just some gratitude from my heart to yours. Let's get back to today's episode. So I want to ask you, Steve, what what changed with your blood work? And I guess the broader question is, what are some other non-scale victories and SVs that you've had on this program? Whether it's strength you've been able to display, at work, workout stuff, blood work, stuff your kids and your family have said. Can we talk about some of the wins that you've experienced? Yes, absolutely. So, you know, preparing for this podcast, I, I of course, uh, I've had a million things run through my head and taking notes and everything else. So, uh, you know, if you see me glance over here to the left, it's because I'm looking at my, my cheat whiteboard, which, of course, I wrote a lot of NSVs on there. Uh, so, the one of the, I'll start with the funniest one. And 
you know, my son used to, you know, we'd be out, we'd like to go and do a lot of outdoor stuff, uh, do a lot of boating. And so, you know, there's a lot of times where, you know, on the boat, shirts off. And, you know, my son used to always give me crap when it'd be, oh, he'd whack me and he'd say, I hit your man move or something like that. And shortly after I started the program, so probably, you know, somewhere between that 30 and 60 days, he looked at me one day and you know, I was doing my workout and I, I probably was you know, pretty hot and sweaty. So I took my, you know, I had my shirt off and he's like, dad, you don't have man boobs anymore. <laughs> and it, it was kind of at that point where I was like, wow, you know, this, this is a really good thing. I'm glad I, I found it. Um, so that was, you know, a couple of other things I, I've noticed myself is, you know, I've seen some pictures, uh, some family pictures. And I'm like, uh, you know, I don't know when the last times I, I saw my Adam's apple. And most people don't think of that kind of stuff because, you know, like we, you know, we all have them, right? And the, the guys have Adam's apple. And, and I'm like, you know, I don't even know. And I look back into some, you know, yearbooks when I was a teenager. And of course, okay, yeah, there it was. But yeah, mine was, you know, hiding or covered with a little layer of fat. So uh, that was another thing. Uh, my voice, I believe, is, I feel it's much clearer. Um, I used to have, you know, some congestion quite often. Actually, there was, uh, I used to consistently, especially in the spring or in the fall, I think, you know, probably from some allergies and stuff is I would have a lot of uh, uh, mucus buildup. I don't have that anymore. That That is completely gone. And everybody I know, it only gets worse with age. So it's another uh, clear sign that this is working for me. And, uh, you know, I'm sure it worked for other people too. Uh, every once in a while, you know, somebody haven't seen in a while, they're kind of nervous to ask, but they'll be like, hey, is everything okay? And and I'm kind of like, well, what do you mean? You know, and they're like, well, I just wanted to make sure you're not, you don't like have cancer or something because, you know, I've lost a decent amount of weight and you can see it in my face. And and uh, and actually part of my uh, uh, medical testing, you know, I did actually rule out pancreatic cancer because I had some other symptoms with that back pain and some other things going on. And they were all kind of, I said, wow, I said, that, I need to get this checked out. So uh, as far as I know, I don't have any type of cancers and, uh, you know, learning from your, uh, your videos and podcasts about, you know, how sugar can fuel certain cancers and stuff. I, I don't have a lot of sugar anymore. So hopefully I don't ever have to worry about that. Uh, so that, that's about it for the uh, NSPs. Uh, I'll, one other thing is after I used to always be a little tired after eating, you know, your, your blood's rushed and the digestive food. Uh, now that I'm eating properly and, you know, eating a, a good, you know, diet and the perfect plate and uh, lower carb Ezekiel bread on the sandwiches and stuff, I, I don't ever get tired after a meal. You know, I eat my meal and if, if I'm tired, it's because I just sat down for a few minutes and I've been running around for the last, you know, four or five hours before I sat down. But, uh, that's about it. So the other things would be, uh, you know, the, the health numbers if you're, when you're ready to get into that. Yeah, I think let's do that now. I'd love to hear about that okay. now. So uh, on the health side, uh, the biggest thing right away was, you know, I never was really diagnosed with uh, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, but I always had issues, you know, even since uh, when I was younger, you know, we'd, we'd get a nice meal at a restaurant and I'd be hitting that, you know, I'd be running into the bathroom before we had to leave the restaurant. Uh, again, since eating the proper diet and balanced, balanced diet and everything, 
uh, following the nutrition plan. I, I have none of those issues anymore. Actually, I was, uh, you know, not that anybody wants to talk about their poo, but I was quite surprised in the beginning. <laughs> I was like, wow, that came out. <laughs> uh, I better, uh, you know, get the plunger ready and you know, all that stuff. But uh, the congestion, you know, health related for sure. Didn't really have that morning congestion, you know, driving to work, kind of like hacking and, you know, spitting out the window. I just haven't had to deal with that in a while. Uh, back Quite a while back, I, I had an uh, injury where I had some, you know, tears, uh, meniscus tears. And I was kind of on the border about having the surgery done on them. Had some friends that had similar things, and they said, you know what, it just never felt the same. And uh, some doctors will say, you know, I should really get it taken care of because that can irritate the joint. And other ones are, hey, if it's not bothering you, don't worry about it. It's not going to hurt anything. So I did not have surgery on it. However, after losing the weight, uh, I very rarely noticed it's even there. And actually uh, doing the workouts, I know has strengthened, you know, my legs were you know, I'm able to stabilize. Uh, just core strength is uh, incredibly stronger than it ever was before. So I feel that on a daily basis. You know, I might just be like bending over the sink to brush my teeth, and I'm like, wow, I can really feel. You know, your abs are in tune, and the back muscles and everything else. So it's a really good feeling. Uh, as far as the health numbers go, so I'm going back to 2015 here because that's the last you know numbers I have on record. I've been to the doctor since then, but. I, that was the only lab results I could find. And then I had some lab work done in uh, about a year ago, April of 2022, when we we're just kind of trying to figure out where this mysterious back uh, muscle inflammation could be coming from. So in 2015, my cholesterol was uh, 196. And in April of last year, it's 150. So it may even be better now, but I think 150 is... Uh, you know, and I don't know if you want to be any better than that. And the uh, LDL mm-hmm. was, you know, not not too crazy, but 115 down to 83 last April. And my triglycerides, which is something that I always struggle with because I I like red meat and uh, I like sweets. So those two things, you know, as we know, will increase those quite a bit. So mine used to be uh, 186, which again, that's in 2015. So when I started this program in uh, October of 2021, I'm sure they might even been a little higher than that. We'll just we'll just assume. Uh, last April they were 118. Uh, so the other wow. final health thing that I can think of is when I went in to get, you know, the muscle injection or whatever they were they're trying with that. Uh, I, I was sitting down, and you know the nurse says to me, she's like, "Are you feeling okay?" And I I said. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a little nervous, but I'm like, I'm feeling fine. She's like, well, I'm a little concerned because your heart rate is really low. And I said, well, what's really low? And she's like, well, you're like, you know, 50, a little bit under 50. And and I I never know what my resting heart rate is. You know, but it's just not something most of us typically take. So I, I did kind of go back in time. Um, off and on, I had been wearing one of those Fitbit watches. And I was surprised to find out that it pretty much tracked all that stuff since whenever I started wearing it. And I've had it for quite a few years. So I went back to find out that, you know, my resting heart rate rate was somewhere between 50 and 60. And even now, it's even a little bit lower. 
and I feel fine. And everybody's like, well, if you feel fine, there's probably nothing to worry about. And so I, I'm just going to say that I now have a athlete resting heart rate, which I mean, I don't, I don't know uh, what else to call <laughs> it because like they say if it's low and you're, you're, you're feeling dizzy and stuff, then you have a problem, but I, I don't have any other symptoms. So I, I, I guess I'm going to uh, reach that athlete status and I'm going to keep going with it. Steve, that is just such amazing stuff to hear. Uh, I have like ear to ear grin hearing about all these changes you've made inside and outside from that moment when your son sees you and you no longer have the man boobs and he's like, you got something going on now, dad, to all the internal stuff and your strong heart now. You've really kicked butt. And it kind of leads me into my next question is, where do you see yourself in five to 10 years? Where do you want to be? Well, I can't think of the guy's name exactly, but I know on the uh, program that there's a, I want to say 70, 72. Uh, he does, you know, follows your OSN plan. And and I, I show pictures of, of him to friends of mine that are, are big bodybuilders. And, you know, we're all kind of like in our 40s. And I'm like, wow, I'm like, this guy is, you know, in his 70s. I mean, how great would that be? Or, or let alone even, obviously, that's more than uh, five to 10 years. But so that that's my plan. That's been my plan from the start. Uh, when I bought into the program right away and uh, another little tidbit of information, I was, you know, a little nervous, like, what did I buy into? And this is, is this a legit, you know, program? There's so many of them out there and, you know, get this in so many days and do this and that. So after I joined the program, I reached out to a, a friend of mine that I, you know, a school friend of mine that I'd recently kind of hooked back up with. Uh, he was moving from Pennsylvania back to wisconsin and and i he's really been big into the fitness and the crossfit and i said hey i said you'll be proud of me you know i'm, I'm gonna start this program and uh he said no way he's like i know like the owner or one of the you know so i asked him the other day and i said well who what's the name of the guy you do? you know is it you know dr anthony and he, he says he said no not him but i think it's his best friend john so a good friend of mine, once I heard that, I, I knew right away that this program was legit and I felt so relieved and I went, went back right ahead and I bought, you know, the lifetime program because I wanted to, you know, do the uh, FF30X right away and, you know, get myself to where I feel comfortable. And then of course, dive into the uh, old school muscle program. That's my ultimate goal is to get into that. And I think at this rate, uh, so we're, you know, almost in May, I think towards the end of the year, you know, I should be there if not sooner. Uh, I'm not real big on doing the, the DECA scans and all that. I mean, eventually I'm going to do one. I, I'm just not, I try and conserve, you know, some of my money, right? So I kind of know where I'm at. I, I don't know the exact body fat percentage, but you know, you see from the photos of some of the guys what they look like with 12, 15% fat. So I'm going to kind of, you know, use my own judgment on that when I when I feel I'm, I'm ready to hit that that OSM. But uh, I'm thinking, you know, like I said, probably sometime this fall, I should be ready to get into that. And uh, as long as I, I stay injury-free and uh, I, I always do a, a good 10-minute warm-up of, you know, cardio before I do any stretch, you know, the stretching before the workouts and everything else. And it, it seems to really work for me. Steve, that is so awesome to hear. 
And I'm really excited that you are going to get into OSM. And I also think it's such a small world that your old college buddy may know my best friend, John Golden, who actually is from Wisconsin. So maybe that is like the connection there. And that's kind of wild. And I want to ask you specifically, what's some advice that you have for new guys who are starting out on FF30X specifically? Well, the, the biggest thing is that follow the nutrition plan as closely as you can. Um, I had very good success in the beginning because I did that, you know, for keeps us running to games and practices and tournaments just about all year round. And when we do that, of course, you know, everybody after the game, they go to, you know, Culver's or uh, wherever they're going out to eat. So for quite a while, everybody would be sitting there eating their burgers and fries and having their ice cream. And I'd be sitting there drinking the water and eating the sandwich and eating eat my orange. Uh, and then you're not sitting there like, oh, you know, I can't believe I just broke, I gave in and, you know, I shouldn't be eating this stuff. And so that that's my, my biggest recommendation is, you know, stick with the plan. Uh, get the workouts as much as you can. Uh, I still do not get every workout in every week. There's some weeks where I do get them all in. Uh, I'm fortunate though that I, I, for most of the time, my occupation keeps me pretty active. So if I'm not getting every workout in, I, I'm still getting the steps in. Uh, you know, I do a lot of up and down, you know, ladders and stairs and all sorts of fun stuff all the time. So just stick to that nutrition and. Uh, you know, get, get those workouts in. Great advice. Absolutely fantastic. Now, I want to ask you in like the back part of this conversation, how has all of your effort with the nutrition, the exercise, this program in general, kind of changed you on the inside in terms of your mindset? I don't know, maybe your confidence, your happiness, your mood, just like your internal world. Has that changed as you've yes, been on this program? Uh, that, that's a big change. And the one thing that I always think about now is I, I used to be that guy. Uh, and sorry, again, for the passing of your father and uh, hearing your story on how you founded Fit Father Program. And I think a lot of us can relate that, you know, we were probably heading down that path as well. So when <clears throat> we do that, or uh, going back to the, the initial question, you know, about, I'm sorry, can we go back to that question? I, I lost it on that one. Yeah. Yeah, totally fine. The question was, how did, how has this program kind of sh- helped you make shifts internally with your mindset, your emotions, yeah. your focus, your happiness, you know, the, basically that stuff? Yes. So the big thing with my mind has been, uh, you know, I've always been that person that, you know, did everything for everybody. Uh, this has taught me to kind of take care of myself. And, you know, I don't want to be greedy because I'm, I'm still there for everybody else. But it's really taught me that I, I'm that first priority. If I don't take care of me, I'm not going to be there to take care of the people, you know, that I, that I enjoy, that I love to take care of, you know, my family and friends. Uh, we have, you know, in addition, I, I, you know, obviously there are two children, we have two dogs as well. So, you know, everybody needs to be taken care of. Uh, and if you don't take care of yourself and make yourself a first priority, then who's going to take care of those people if something were to happen to you? Yeah, that's powerful. I mean, and, and it's, it's like that mindset is one that's like not selfish, but more like integrated. 
It's the fact that you realize the importance of your own self-care as like a cornerstone of your family and how your health is actually a cornerstone of all of your life. I mean, that's a lesson that my dad kind of had to learn the hard way. And it's so cool that you were able to use this to proactively do that and head, head off a path that you were heading down that would have been much worse. Right. Yeah, it's really taught me that, you know, there's there's other things in life that you may want to do. And those things, you know, they're still going to be there. So you take care of yourself and you get to things when you can. Uh, I, I'm a, a man of many projects. Um, I guess some might say, uh, what's what's the old term? Uh, ma- uh, master... Uh, I can't. I think can't think exactly what the the term is, but uh, jack of all trades, you know, master of jack, none. Oh yeah, master of none. Jack. So I some might say I, <laughs> I have some uh, a masters, but I, I do a lot of stuff. I typically try and do you know any type of projects myself, which uh, I think you may have even seen. Actually, the wall that's right behind us is you know the the new gym that I built in my house. So I. When my son's doing practice and stuff, I go out, you know, to a local gym and uh, chain, you know, wherever we are. Actually, we just traveled to uh, Kansas City to visit, you know, my father a few weeks back. And we stopped at, you know, the local gyms out there because we can go to any one we want. So that makes it very convenient. But uh, when I'm home, I want to use my time as efficiently as possible. And and also for my son, uh, you know, he's really been hitting the weights and, uh, you know, he's He's a skinny, very athletic, but you know he's got one heck of a set of abs on him without even working out. Yeah, but he he's really enjoying having the weights at home. And he just comes down here. You know, he might do a couple workouts a day. Uh, you know, evening or whatever, he'll just come down here and start lifting weights, and he's starting to see results, and he sees the results of me. So it, it's a good good bond that I'm looking forward to having, especially once we get to that uh, OSM program. Because I know that we'll be able to relate more as he's trying to build muscle and, and I'm just trying to keep my strength and uh, endurance going. For sure. That is so cool to hear. And I think when you are on OSM, quite frankly, it's a program he could almost follow with you. I mean, it would fit his athletics. Three days a week of full body strength training, at least in phase one, would be awesome. And I actually want to, it segues nicely into my last question I have for you is, Steve, what does it mean for you now to be a fit father? What does a fit father mean to you? Well, it means to me, uh, number one, to be a good example, you know, for others and for my family. My son, obviously, as I mentioned, is very active. And it, it's it's just proving to others, and, and not even in the family, you know, friends, family, that, you know, your health is really important to you. And it's not always easy to make that decision. I mean, I still struggle with it all the time. Unfortunately, most of my workouts are after 8 o'clock at night. There's quite a few times I'll be working out at 9 o'clock at night. Either that's because that's when my son's at practice or that's just the chance I get. Because typically my my normal day is, you know, get up anywhere between 5.30 and uh, 6 or so and, you know, get the, uh, you know, lunches made and everything else and uh, son's off to school and, and getting to work and get home. Uh, sometimes I have to do, you know, grocery shopping and then cook a meal. And, you know, we're eating at 7, 7.30. And, and there's there's been a few times where it's been, you know, 8.30, 9 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, you know, I think I'm just going to miss this one. But I, I try as much as I can to just get after it. 
And it's amazing that sometimes even you get those late workouts, you think like, you know, you're going to be tired the next morning from doing that workout. I always feel better the next day. It doesn't matter how late I work it. I think it's just the mental part of it, knowing that you got through it. So um, it just being a fit father, it, it really shows to me that, you know, you're in this real long haul and uh, you, you care about yourself and your family. That's, that's what it's all about. Well, Steve, I got to say, this whole conversation was like a deep pleasure for me. You are a shining example, in my opinion, of what this program is all about. The results you've made have been a complete result of your hard work and your consistent effort. And it's so cool to get a glimpse into your mindset, how you've overcome challenges. I know I'm feeling very inspired by this. And I know a lot of other guys who are listening now are also feeling inspired. So I just want to say thank you on behalf of our entire brotherhood. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for you know starting this program and and laying everything out so so well for all of us that it makes it so much easier to you know see the results and uh, reap the benefits from everything that you've created. So thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit Father Project to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.